Hey everybody, welcome back to Big Campaign Stories. I'm Jeff, your GM and narrator, and today the group is back together. Well, mostly. Say hi, group. Hi, group. Hey. Whoa. Hello. But before we get started, let's get lightsaber checks. Starting with our guest, Sean. Pardon? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Our, our guest. <laughs> who's, who's a guest? You're the guest, uh, Sean. I'm in charge hey. now. Hey. <laughs> we did want you to find out this way, but this is your last yeah, episode. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sean, and I'm playing fours, and uh, I did not pull out a lightsaber. But hopefully... Someone else rolls lower than me because I'm a spiteful, mean person. Uh, Marshall. <laughs> Hello, I'm Marshall. I play Keegan and I got a four. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Sean. I got you. <laughs> Jesse, why don't you go next? You were. Uh, I'm Jesse. I'm playing as Oswald and I rolled a five. Take that, Marshall. Uh, Scott, you're up. Hey everybody, I'm Scott. I'm the Game Master for the Dice of Thunder podcast, and I'm back reprising my role as Chessero, the incredibly talented hypnotist, and I'll, I will be filling the role of the straight man this uh, this week as the fearless leader is, no, is not with us today. For my lightsaber check, I got a 12, which beat Sean, but is not a 20. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking her easy. Yeah. It's I really want to get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> There's only been two, right? Yeah, only been two in the podcast. Two in the podcast actually seems pretty good. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. It's crazy high. Crazy high. <laughs> Considering how long we've all been playing and not all of you have gotten lightsaber checks in 20 some odd years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten one naturally. I think I burnt a Christmas for one once. Yeah. Uh, I think up until the podcast, I don't think I had ever gotten a legit lightsaber. But I had double one several times. Yeah. <laughs> I've double one twice. <laughs> so we start this session where we last left off in a parking lot across from a fast food joint with Chesro and Fours, while Fours is unfortunately passed out at the moment. But we're both still riding the high of sending Gene to his assumed um, railway bedecked grave. <laughs> Demise. Yes. Yeah. The demise of Gene. Tune in to last week's episode. <laughs> we are the most diligent of henchmen. We just assume that he's gone and that all's well that ends well. Right. If I, I can't see him, can you see him? I can't. No, he's gone. <laughs> he left in a hurry. I check my HCOM to see if it has signal. Do I have uh we're in a parking structure, so I'm wondering if because clearly we're in we're in bad we're in a bad way. Force is unconscious. <laughs> yeah, as you check your HCOM, it has restarted and the EMP has worn off. So yes. you do have signal again. All right, I'll reach out to Gore. Gore, this is Chesro. We we had a run in on the train uh, when Force was picking me up from the airport. And well, um, it didn't go so well. Force touched a very questionable object. He's now unconscious and unresponsive. And I'm wondering if you could pass it along to the team. Thank you. I love Chessero. You'll see the dot, dot, dot as it appears for a moment, disappears, reappears, comes back, and says, K. <laughs> Ooh, he's chatty today. Across the city, 
Oswald as you are currently walking your way back from the Salini District towards the Warehouse District. You will get a message on your HCOM as the ding goes off from Gore. Fours is out of commission, currently on the path towards the Arfairy District, sending you a map now. I zip up to the top of a nearby rooftop in preparation to start making a direct path to whatever ping Gore sends me. <laughs> in an undisclosed location, unmarked and unseen by cameras, both invisible and normal, Keegan, as you sit there, looking at the spot that Corbin Thus was once sitting after he took off the black bag and has left, you have the wrecker nearby. You get the ping on your phone. Okay. Uh, I will uh, check the phone. And he said uh, coordinates are coming in soon? Correct. Okay. Um, I will get in the wrecker, uh, start it up, and wait for um, any information on where I'm headed. Gore sends maps to both of you, as well as sends a message to Chesero. Help is incoming. They're about three hours out. Are you safe? Um, I suppose that's relative. Uh, gosh, I don't know what to say back to him. Uh, I just, I just type K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he will take that and say, then good, because we're being raided. Oh, oh great. Get to your farm. Get to my farm? Am I supposed to know what that means? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my harvest farm. <laughs> oh, crap. And I, I desperately log on. I was so in the moment of like, Forrest laying there. Don't worry, Forrest. Oswald's on its way. Everything will be fine. And I pull up my Harvest Farm app and I'm frantically tapping on my HCOM as, as Gore and I launch a defense while our, our farm is being raided on the app. I can't believe these house wars have gone digital. For Fours, every part of your body is connected to the constant. Lights of energy, conduits of information, and expanse of brilliant power. Its depth seems limitless as a massive form begins to take shape. A moving piece of the background. A walking mountain painted like the sky behind it. The slow hand of this strange, arcane being starts to reach out to you. As the hand stops in front of you, extending out a single finger in a point as its limbs bend to allow the diffused colossi a better look at you. In the shadow of its gaze, you hear it speak. You're currently laying in a puddle in a parking garage. It's a little bit cold out. Chesro is near you, currently tapping away furiously on his phone, but keeping an eye on you. You can hear the sound of the record pulling up. Oswald and Keegan approach. You'll find yourselves here in West Dusk Banter, probably about hmm, maybe 40 minutes away from the Arfairy District before you will encounter Chesro and Fors. Fors is still a bit out of it, does not seem to be responsive, but seems to be at least aware. Uh, you would put this mostly for thanks to your tremor sense, uh, though your body does not seem to be quite responding fully yet. Okay. And Keegan uh, rolled up in the wrecker. Is that, did I hear that right? Correct, yeah. Okay. Over the over the next two and a half hours, as you sit there fighting for your life in your farm, Chesro, you'll get the updates from Gore, Oswald, and Keegan as they're approaching, uh, as you can confirm where you are and which level of the parking structure you're on. Outside, you've heard sirens go by. You've heard sounds of partying and drunk people getting food late at night as you guys kind of rest up here in this parking garage. I didn't think I'd see you chaps uh, right away. Um, I do have some gifts. I gave them to Fours, but uh, I didn't know if I'd see you. But but here, and and he goes into his backpack and he, he pulls out like a industrial-sized tube of lube and he hands it to... Uh, he hands it to uh, Oswald. 
This this is meant to help um, help your device. There, you should retract. You should be able to re retract about twenty percent faster and increase your speed. It's, oh. it's industrial strength. Uh, I have to order it special. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I'll, and I'll... and Keegan, I I know we haven't had the pleasure of meeting, but it is nice to meet you. And he he goes to shake Keegan's hand. And uh, yeah, Keegan will reach out and say Chesro, right? That's right. Yes. You look just like Gore described, not even a hair out of place. That's uncanny. And uh, and he reaches into his backpack and he produces this pair of brass knuckles. The gentleman outside of the airport uh, gift shop said that these were plus five Vorpal brass knuckles. Now, I, I don't know <laughs> if that's true, but uh, they do have a lighter feature and, and he puts them on and he flicks the uh, switch near the thumb and sure enough, a little spout of flame pops out of the top. <laughs> But I heard that you were uh, pretty handy with your fists and thought, well, now you can have two uses for them. Here you go. Um, <laughs> I, I, I will take the knuckles and uh, uh, thank you, but I appreciate the pleasantries, but... Oh, it's okay. You didn't have to get me anything. I just like giving gifts. Okay. Is this a safe location? Do we need to move now? I mean, it's an open-air parking lot, like you're on the second floor. You can see that Four's clothing is ripped up, dirty. Uh, Chesra looks in a rough place. <laughs> I mean, Oswald looks pretty rough. Uh, his eyes flash in the darkness as they catch the light in an unsettling fashion. Actually, I'm pretty covered in blood myself. And yeah, all of you would look <laughs> as Keegan is actually covered in blood. I still have my tactical armor, too. I just kind of hopped in the, the wrecker and left. So. And somehow I didn't even take damage during that fight with jeans. So you just crawled on a on a light rail floor. I'm I'm filthy, but I'm healthy. <laughs> Let's get you guys in the wrecker, Oswald. Take a look at fours. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. I'm actually gonna take a look at all of you. But yeah, we can do that on the road. I'm I'm okay. This isn't mine. Okay. Mm <laughs> <laughs> this isn't my blood. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make it better or worse? Uh, uh, better. <laughs> Get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I can to help get fours in the car, and then I climb in myself. You see, they leave behind a large kind of crate marked Bashan University on the side of it. As they load up into the wrecker, fours you will start coming to as you placed in the back of the vehicle. Oh, hey. Hey, guys. Hi, oh, fours. You're awake. When you touch how you, that, how do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> well, how long was I out exactly? It's been about four hours. Oh. I look up at Chester and say, "That long, huh?" <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll look down at my arm and scratch around on it and see if I can see anything. <laughs> my hands are probably on you as you're doing this. Like I'm, I'm evaluating your wounds. So uh, there's a very good chance that you see my hands and arms when you look down at your own arms. Okay. <laughs> and that that roast beef is back <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah you can see the scaling on oswald's arms the darkening of knuckle joints and that roast beef sheen that leans into where you can start to see the formation of kind of scales to claws at the end of his hands oh but fours as you look down uh, your body is a pillar of light no you don't see any issues or problems all right but you can dim it for yourself if you'd like when yeah. you're looking at <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and dim it. I'll look around the wrecker and make stock of everything, I guess. 
looking looking around at everybody. Do the strings, the um, strings connected to the constant, look different? No, they do not. Keegan, is that uh, how much of that is yours? Uh, no, I don't think any. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a box back there that you shouldn't mess with either. <laughs> it's just, does it look like it's body sized? No, no, but it says bombs bombs for bros on the side of it. Okay. <laughs> We've had our fill of suspicious boxes for the day, I think. Hmm. Oh, did you grab those um, levitation discs? Are, are you speaking to me? Yes, of course. <laughs> you did? Yes. Okay. Was I not supposed to? Are they? Do they have trackers on them? I'm rather paranoid now. Uh, I will actually check the those devices and see if they're connected or trackable in any way. Yeah, they do not have a direct connection to the constant, so they are closed circuitry, so looks like they were homemade. And that's just uh, because of how crude they they appear, or? Correct. Was Gene the mechanic? You wouldn't assume so. More than likely, it was probably Silmora. So yeah, where where have you guys been? Honestly, I'm not sure where I was. Wait, who's driving? I, 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 <laughs> I'm driving. Also, somebody message Gore. Let him know we're on our way. Oh, I, I'm already talking to him. That I'll okay? How badly hurt does Forrest seem to be? I physically look fine. My my clothes are all dirty, but uh, yeah, physically my body looks fine. Okay, like everybody else's scars are internal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I've, I've got some of both. <laughs> <laughs> I'll reach out and grab your hand. Not not suddenly or anything, but. I'll just look at it and be like, oh, when did this start up again? I'll kind of look at it and shrug and say, uh, t- today? Yesterday? Four days ago? I, uh, what day is it? No, it, I mean, uh, it feels feels like months since I've seen you guys, but... <laughs> yeah. I kind of shrug and say, I don't know, I think it's... I think it's okay? Yeah, who'd you ask? Tolly? <laughs> sort of? Is that your doctor? No. <laughs> <laughs> Tali is a god. <laughs> oh, like and, the Tali. Yeah. I mean, she didn't, like, talk to me, but, you know, this feels right, kind of. I've read about her in the library. Lots of arms, right? I'll think back and... <laughs> uh, sure. And you, you're saying that you, you interacted with this being personally? I'm saying that I feel like whatever's going on with me right now feels like it's part of what Tali wants. I think it's... and I think it's probably what I should do. What do you want? Uh... To do what Tali wants? I... I don't know. I really don't want to be trapped anymore or ever again. That, that doesn't feel good. And I'm trying to think of uh, what he might be referring to by trapped. He, um... not to interrupt, but... Fours, do you know where Lucius is at? Is he not... The HQ? Maybe. When we left, you were with him, so... We had to part way at the gang's mood. We yeah. had to go take care of something, but he wouldn't tell me what it was. We should try to locate him as soon as possible. I I fear he may be in danger. That's the whole reason I'm here. There's a group of jerks called the Anchored that are looking for him. They have Alfiers. They are perpetuals. But uh, they're the bad kind. Is there a special name for the bad kind? <laughs> I told you this like six hours ago. How hard did you get bonked on the head? Wait, did I get hit on the head? I'm assuming. 
Do you we'll have just... an alternate explanation for being unconscious for hours? Yeah. That's Me? A good question. Yeah. <laughs> did I? What? What was my? Did I? Did I have a? Just did I have one period? <laughs> oh, you just touched that uh, doodad, and that was it, man. Yeah. So uh, this this experimental tech, I didn't think it was going to bond with me immediately. I was looking at it and uh, was a little bit more uh, invasive than I thought it was going to be. Okay. Uh, but it seems to be okay, okay now. <laughs> I mean, I I feel fine. Uh, you know, if I if something bursts out of my chest later, we'll we'll be able to enjoy that. Uh. <laughs> very strange tech. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, Chesro, check with Gore then and just see if he's at HQ. Otherwise, we'll uh, send him a message. All right, I'll do that. And he furiously taps out a text message to Gore on the HCOM. Yeah, Gore would respond and, I don't know, I'm, I'm not at work. It's late. Yeah. Egan, <laughs> you guys don't have him on salary. Uh, he's at home. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, the title of the episode will just be K. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we should head back to HQ anyway, right? <laughs> yes, we are still going back to HQ. Somebody message Lucius and just see if he's where he's at or what he's doing or where if if he needs a pickup too. I guess I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Huzzle. Never returns my messages, so <laughs> I'll text the boss and say, "Where are you at? Are you okay?" Yeah, the message sits in your outbox, as it does when it cannot connect. Hmm. Seems like he's, uh, I don't know, he's hes not in service? Or maybe I'm not? I'll, I'll shoot a, a message to, I don't know, uh, <laughs> Gore, I guess? <laughs> and say, this is a test. <laughs> Gore would respond back, off work. Okay. <laughs> Os- Oswald's work, Chesro's friend. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I do help him with our shared farm and-, and resource gathering. You see, we've almost got enough credits to upgrade our chicken coop. And it's been it's been about two months now that we've been grinding that out. Ever since I've gotten this HCOM, I've been playing this wonderful game. Uh, although it may be ruining my life. I am not entirely sure. Oh yeah, I think I got him a. Yeah, I got him a. I got him a like a, a fancy limited edition skin for that thing. Yeah, have you heard of Harvest Farm? It's a it's a wonderful game. You know, if you, if you'd like, I could enjoy. I could invite you to our clan, and you, I could give you some resources. You could start your own farm, and perhaps a couple of chicken eggs, and 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 some wheat grass that you could grow, and and then you could uh, help defend the clans communal property <laughs> farm with me and Gore, and that that would be just wonderful. You, you'd, uh, what do you say? Sure. <laughs> Outstanding, your phone pings as an invite <laughs> to join the clan comes through. I I hit the ping in, in the unlikely hopes that one single tap will resolve this. <laughs> That's how they get you. I'm going to pull over <laughs> and up at a convenience store. <laughs> Swing into a convenience store. The uh, person behind the counter will wave as you go to gather objects or things that you need. Basically, I just pull in and get out of the car as he's still talking. <laughs> I get out as well and follow you. And Jeffro is still talking at me about the app. 
Your HCOM will have pinged probably 15 times by now. Uh, I silenced my HCOM. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put it on vibrate? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'll just grab a couple sandwiches and some punch junctions. <laughs> I'm getting like six convenience store level energy drinks and like the biggest cup of convenience store coffee that's been sitting there for hours. <laughs> you do still have five energy drinks. Oh, I know. I'm saving those expensive ones. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I, I fully expect these ones I'm getting right now are not really going to do anything meaningful for me. They're just what I feel like getting. They will They will keep the high going, so you will yeah. not have to make that sleepy check yet. Um, but as you return to the van, uh, everybody will hear the meow of cobbler from the inside of your coat. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. God damn it. And I turn around and go back in the convenience store. <laughs> uh, as you do, fours, chessers, you guys are outside near the vehicle. You guys will hear the cacophony of sirens as they begin blaring. As you can see the lights coming down the freeway. You'll see a vehicle get off at the exit that you guys exited from. But as opposed to stopping at the convenience store, uh, you'll see the large heat-drawn vehicle. Uh, wide as it is, as it goes screaming by. Uh, fours and chessers, you can see Gene is in the driver's seat as Margaret oh. is yelling out of the top of the convertible, laughing as seekers are chasing after. With a motion from her hands, you can see two large shipping vehicles start pulling out of alleyways into the street. The seekers slam on their brakes as they try to avoid hitting them, scattered as they run into the side of buildings and other vehicles as she's laughing as they continue driving into the city. Remind me, who's Margaret again? <laughs> One of the ex-gargoyles. Okay. But Gene's having quite a night, isn't he? <laughs> Do you think he saw us? Ah, I don't know. Do you think he would recognize the wrecker? Oh, no. No, he wouldn't. Well, I think we'll probably be all right then. I've been staring out this diamond-shaped window, and it seems to be a one-way vision. Pretty exciting to have a, a diamond-shaped window like this in the back of your van. Now, now is this like a di diamond, like a rom rhomboid shape or is this like uh <laughs> like uh the, the easy de beers uh diamond like princess cut oh man how does one decide well because lucius bought the van originally secondhand from a jeweler <laughs> makes perfect sense come on just trying to bring the cannon full circle baby uh so I, after just a few minutes i come back out of the convenience store i've got like several packets of tuna like those those ready to eat packets of tuna Mm -hmm. I've got one like ripped open and I'm just like feeding Cobbler as <laughs> his head is poking out the top of my vest. Yeah, you'll come back out with your packs of tuna as you watch the uh, cavalcade of Seekers go whipping by as you hear the distant crashes of them running into buildings and other vehicles further down the street. Huh. I'll, uh, I'll toss a uh, chest row and four as a uh, punch junction each. Thank you very much. And offer a sandwich. Is this keto? It, it's convenient. <laughs> oh, that is very true. <laughs> I'll grab a sandwich. I'm trying to keep my carb count down, Keegan, but I thank you for thinking of me. I You're tear welcome. into my sandwich and I just completely devour it. Let's get back to the road. <laughs> I start drinking my coffee despite it being probably too hot to do that. How many hours out are we from um, HQ? About two hours at this point. Okay. So, Chester, you were at the the gang's moot looking for these anchors uh, no the black library was attacked 
Yeah, we, we barely got out with our lives. Actually, do you remember Weez, Weerun, the, the perpetual yep. that you helped me find a few months ago? Um, she unfortunately passed during the attack. And it was these anchored folks who, who, who came and attacked the library. Um, I heard some some of them muttering about Estebold, Estebold, and I thought that um, the only Estebolds I know are here in Dusk Banter, and uh, I thought that Lucius was in trouble, and so after we, we cleaned up the mess that was left behind, uh, Weeze manifested as an as an Alfier, and Chesser will pull the necklace out from under his shirt, and you can see this, like, chunk of concrete that is attached to a chain around his neck, and he stuffs it back in. Uh, honestly, didn't think it would come in very handy, but uh, turns out we were able to literally drop a building on old Gene there, and while we were on a moving train, to great effect. Um, so Weez was is always with me now, uh, as I have finally earned my Alfier and become a true perpetual. But I've I've now seen the rigors of of harsh combat, and it has changed me. I'm a lot edgier now, and. Uh, <laughs> Things are, things are more serious around me, it would seem. And he reaches back in his backpack and he, he's gripping a red bandana in his, in his hands and he's looking at it and he goes, no, it's not the time. And he puts it back in, in his backpack. Ah. <laughs> that's why I'm here. I, I, I came as fast as I could to warn uh, Lucius. I was having trouble getting a hold of him and uh, it seems now that there may be some other, other force at play or these anchored have caught up to him. God forbid. Gods forbid? What do we say in Dusk Banter? Cthulhu forbid it. <laughs> Great old one, make it not so. So you caught up with Fors and Lucius at the gang's mood? Uh, uh, no, Fors was conveniently able to pick me up from the airport and we were um, immediately thrust into an uh, unexpected situation with that old friend of yours, Gene. So Lucius... <laughs> All right. I turned we to Fours, who I expect I'm going to get a coherent story him. from. <laughs> Fours, what happened to the gang's boot? <laughs> yeah, you just need to go back one more episode, Oswald. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to figure out, like, why are you here? I understand why you think you're here, but I don't understand why you're actually here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, um, so... <laughs> uh, Lucius and I got to the gang's moot on the last day or second to last day? I don't uh -huh. quite remember. Was it the last day, Jeff? Second to last day. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, looking to see uh, what kind of support we had and uh, ended up talking to the 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 gang, the, the head of the gang that runs the, the moot, Gavin Tech. We kind of uh, committed to doing a certain job but now that Lucius is in here, I'm not sure what he's comfortable saying what about what. <laughs> okay. That was super vague. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so Chester, you're here to help uh, keep Lucius out of danger, but we don't. none of us know where Lucius is. That's the long and short of it. Right. Yeah, it's not ideal. Do you think there might be anything back at the, uh, at the repo yard that Barry may have some information or... Someone could have conveniently dropped off a death note. I don't know. Ransom. Nobody asked Barry. We've just been talking I'll... to Gore, who's apparently at home. <laughs> <laughs> I will text Barry. You guys, you don't, you know you don't pay him enough to treat him this way. 
Gore has a personal life outside of bold requisitions, and it's about time the law of you showed some respect. You need an HR director, is what you need. Isn't Gore our H- wait. Yeah. Is Gore our HR director? <laughs> that would make sense. Yes. <laughs> He'll get paid time and a half for today or something, I don't know. <laughs> you know he'll be putting it on his time card. <laughs> I will text Barry and ask him how things are at HQ. Barry would respond back. Everything's quiet here. Lauren is sleeping right now in Four's room. Uh, Max and Colic have turned down their music. Everyone seems to be okay. Uh, are you guys okay? Are you doing okay, Oswald? Yes. Me, Keegan, Fours, and Chessero are on our way there now. Have you heard from Lucius? Uh, I have not. Well, he's... Uh, his his HCOM is out of service or something. We don't know where he's at. I'll reach out to Gore to track where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> I chuckle, and uh, there's some there's some dot dot dots, and then K. Okay. <laughs> he said it again. <laughs> um, can Fours you reach out into the ether or whatever he does and track? the last known location of Lucius's HCOM? I can attempt to do this, but but the meta side of me knows that <laughs> we could spend the entire rest of the session chasing <laughs> John, but we will not catch him. 100% guaranteed <laughs> will not catch him because there is no John to catch at the moment. He's physically not available. <laughs> He's like Carmen Sandiego. Hey, man, you know, if that's where the session ends, then that's where the session ends. <laughs> oh, we're still headed back. Well, I could use a shower and maybe a maybe a nappy. I'm a little bit worn out. Do you know how many people I put to sleep with my mind earlier? It was like four. That takes a lot out of you, Oswald. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you had remarked that you you were completely spent. Um. From a, a metagaming perspective. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure how, how much of it was. Uh... Yep. Let me double check here. Um, I've got five. No. It's, I've got one first level spell left. <laughs> and and I think I can do only like three more tricks. No, I, I used all my tricks as well. <laughs> so I am, I am human male Chessero man of uh, <laughs> of the Black Library at the moment. <laughs> He's a commoner. Yes. Get him. <laughs> He's a commoner with extra XP. He's <laughs> a commoner right now. So yeah, as uh, I'm thinking and remembering more of what we learned and what we decided on trying to pursue before Lucius up and vanished. I think the, the, the short of it is uh, it's going to be a, a mission that involves uh, trying to break into the ancient vaults. And and I say that as far as assuming that it's going to be uh, it's common knowledge enough to know uh, of a significance from, from Keegan and Oswald and Chessero. Keegan, Oswald, and Chessero, please give me knowledge history. Keegan's not going to know anything. I'm untrained, though, so that caps out at 10. 26. I am trained. 17. 
or it's untrained, right? So we kept out of 10. So common knowledge for Oswald and Keegan as they go, uh, vaults. Those are those things they used to have here, I think, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for Chesro, though. Ancient house things, right? Yeah. Uh, Chesro, this ties in with your knowledge of the house weapons historically in the Zerain Empire, back when there was nine houses as opposed to now, where there's only the five left. Each house had a vault below it that helped concentrate and focus the magic that the house was tuned to. Uh, this is where the house weapon kept, where rituals were done, item, but they were all hidden from the other houses, uh, which is partially historically with your 26, uh, where kind of house wars came into of getting access to other houses' vaults. Well, it's like this, guys. You see, there's my regurgitation of knowledge. <laughs> and so, so Lucius wants to get into one of these vaults for us? Is Lucius searching for a weapon of some kind? Uh, no, I think we're looking for uh, some... Oh, man. Some I think the light bulb just went on. Some old school laws. Or perhaps a ritual. I, I think you you st- stepped on your own uh, CSI uh, <laughs> handoff to the line there. No, I'm I'm perhaps a ritual. Go on, go on. Yeah, I'm I'm having like a a moment here. <laughs> I don't know what everyone knows, <laughs> or what I'm allowed to talk about. <laughs> what does Chesaro know? Chesaro knows a lot, a lot of stuff, a lot of weird stuff. So Chesaro will say, oh, I I think it's maybe time to come clean about some of the concern with, with our friend Lucius. It, having him out there on his own and, and possibly in danger, well, it turns out that there may be there may be a greater threat that is at play. And um, forgive me for uh, not divulging this sooner, but um, Lucius, well... Uh, Lucius is part of the process that that Magnus, his his grandfather, used to, well, preserve his own soul. Are you familiar with a phylactery and what they what they mean? I'm assuming there's a giant ziggurat in this city. I'm assuming you all know what a phylactery is. What? <laughs> you just said a lot of things that I don't understand. <laughs> I can spell it out for you. A phylactery is a place where a lich holds its soul. Uh, a phylactery, in a nutshell, is a, like a soul battery for the undead. And should they ever perish in, in the material world that we know, within a short amount of time, their body reconstitutes itself in a uh, another location. It's like a safety net. Are you well, saying there's an undead in the city? Uh, are you saying the Estables are occultists? Didn't you mention the ziggurat just a second ago? I, I yeah, mean, what I, are I, you I, saying? Just drawing off of your general <laughs> knowledge of this place, but um, what what I'm saying is that Lucius, um, probably without his own knowledge, is, well, part of his soul is stored in that phylactery that also holds the soul of, of Magnus Estebold. And um, there's a line to get out, which means that Lucius, if if he, something bad were to happen to him and he was to lose his life, then the next life out of that phylactery would be Magnus Estebold. As in there's a traffic jam of undeath happening here. Uh. And Lucius is blocking the way with his life. Um, if he dies, he will return, is what I'm trying to tell you, my friends. But only after Magnus dies again? Oh, um, then... 
Magnus, who is already dead, would come out immediately. You see the concern. Uh, does Lucius know this? I I don't know. That's what I'm worried about, is that maybe he found out something and is off to investigate it on his own. If he's looking for one of these Zerain vaults that are underneath a house where rituals were performed, it, it's the only conclusion I can draw, but I may not be correct. So forgive me in advance. Is, is Magnus problematic? Eh, you could say that, I, I suppose. If he was to rise to power again, I, well, I, I'm not really sure what would happen. Wait, aren't, Most you, people wait, don't, aren't you super stoked? Well, I was. I, I mean, I normally would be. I used to I, be a pretty big fan of the guy. I was dedicated a lot of my life to to following some of his teachings, and only recently, have, through my friend Weez, uh, I've discovered that maybe it was not all it was cracked up to be. I mean, who would who would imprison their own soul in a phylactery other than a powerful undead creature? And if it was done to Lucius, it was done against his will. For when you saw me last, he had no knowledge of it, and he was not under its effects. Have you noticed a change in him recently? Uh, I don't think I had. I don't think I had either. Uh, I met you guys like three weeks ago. (laughs) 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 So it's only recently this happened to Lucius? From what I understand, his soul was captured so long. It may have even been at his birth. But it was a a way to plug the, the path of the return of Magnus. If Lucius' soul is in the way, then then the elder Estebold cannot return. Okay. 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 <laughs> Underneath the uh, brew house, was that a vault? It was, wasn't it? Oh, God, Sean. <laughs> the thing that you found with Oswald below that, when you guys got to the end of the area where the vine flare was growing, you found that wall, and that was a vault. Mm-hmm. Okay. And based on its location, what house would that vault have been? That would be under House Sordai, the uh, house that follows Kulshurn, the god of laws. Okay, okay. So we already know where we're going. We just need to figure out the the uh, um, Ortis house weapon. Ah, uh, so close. But it's different, right? Yeah, the house Ortis weapon, you know, is held by the Lykel driver for the applied solution if the uh, uh vaults are keyed then we if we're looking at a specific vault then we're now looking at trying to track down a specific weapon you know that through jester's explaining um and through what you've connected that under house sword eye is the vault for the house but they were tied with Gulshurn of the nine you uh-huh. know that Estelle rose received on her birthday the god weapon of the hand of Gulshurn, the scythe oh, okay but that is not a house weapon. That is supposed to be destroyed. Correct. During the Arferi riots, the Del Rose estate has been destroyed and has been looted uh, by the people of the Arferi. But wouldn't that mean there's a vault under the Del Rose estate too? There's probably a vault in the Arferi district for the Arferi vaults. Oh, okay. But, but the item that was gifted to Del Rose was the hand of the god of the Sword Eye district. That sounds important. Okay, cool. Um, for some reason, I thought it was Tondri. Hmm. And so I was just like, uh. 
Oh, I should write all this stuff down. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying, and it, it only halfway helps. <laughs> and Keegan keeps driving. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. This this stuff is out of my realm of knowledge. So <laughs> if I have questions, I'll ask. But right now, I'm just taking it in. All right. So Lucius found out something. We don't know what that caused him to bail from the gang's moot and go deal with whatever it was. Right? Um, All by himself. Not not a hundred percent sure on why the split. Like uh, I didn't have explicit orders when we uh, parted ways, but uh, I guess it would be looking for the weapon. It's kind of my understanding or my my the gist of it. So. Is that is that a guess or is that based on something that Lucia said or something like that? Um, mm, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of who suggested what, like getting a hold of, or, or uh, I think it was Lucius's idea to reach out to the Perpetuals. It was. Yeah, and uh, he wanted me to. Uh, like when Fours reached out to me. Yeah. as the perpetual that you guys know I was already at the airport coming to meet up yeah. with you were you were coming with a whole other whole other thing going on yeah right because the anchors also want to do harm to Lucius for unrelated reasons well, or, well what I think is related to releasing Magnus if they kill the Lucius okay they'll, they'll release Magnus oh, so what's the, what's the deal with Magnus yeah why would why would the anchors care? <laughs> That's a Lucius question. Oh gosh. Well, I tried to text him, but he doesn't return my texts on HCOM. <laughs> it's okay, he doesn't return ours either. <laughs> Alright, so the anchors are after Lucius. We don't know why, but we know it's got something to do with Magnus. Maybe. Or no, we know why yeah, sorry, we the anchors want Magnus out. We don't know why. So that's Maybe. why they're after Lucius. We just know they're Maybe. after Lucius. Right. Yeah. And if Lucius dies, Magnus comes out. Right, which is a good reason to stop the anchored, and Chesro doesn't even know fully why. Okay, possibly separately, <laughs> Lucius is going after a vault to get some kind of weapon or something that will help him maybe in the house war with Banter, or maybe to fight off the anchors, or maybe for some other reason we don't even know anything about. Yeah, or all yes to all. <laughs> all of the above. I think it's specifically, specifically more to deal with house war stuff. So which which weapon oh. is he going after? So I think uh, based on what we know and what we're familiar with, uh, we have the best chance with the Sword Eye Vault, which would be the Estelle Del Rose weapon following up on that lead. Cool. So the Sword Eye Vault had used to contain the weapon that was gifted to Estelle Del Rose during her party and that since was taken off her property in the Arfairy Riots. Uh, it was on the news, so don't know what, uh, where that actually ended up. If that, uh, is that a seeker station or if it was, uh, looters taking right. it or who knows. But that, whatever that was, that, that item, that would have been the, the thing to get from the vault. I think we would, would need that to access the vault. Oh. But it's a vault that we have been to before and that we could reasonably get access to again. You're talking about the vault with the spiders. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> you don't. You don't have to go. <laughs> All right. So, 
if Lucius is trying to get access to that vault, that means he would be chasing that key as well, right? He might be. Are you are you trying to second guess him and and no beat him to whatever? Maybe I don't know. I mean, what are we trying to do? Are we trying to just find him and link up with him? I mean, there's got to be a reason he didn't tell us about all this. Uh, I'll look. I'll use my my own technology skills to see if I can get any recent pings on him. But while I'm doing that, I'll say if he has gone through the trouble of making sure that he wasn't found, then he's either already in trouble or, uh, you know, he's this is according to whatever his plan is. Right. I mean, we lost all signal when you well, you guys lost all signal when you went down in the Mm -hmm. under the brew house. Oh, yeah. the, the, The vault we know about. So maybe he's down there already. Maybe. Yeah, or that's all speculation when you drive eight hours for no reason, so. Yeah, he might also be in some other vault, like just because that's the one we know about doesn't mean that's the one he'd be going to. Sure, sure. Right, just just saying that's a possibility for his phone being inactive, mm-hmm. or he just turned it off for whatever reason. Okay, so what, what are we trying to accomplish then? Do we want to try and find Lucius, or do we want to try and help help him in some way by helping to find something from the vault? As our heroes continue to talk, as they pass underneath billboards of travel cats and lizard folk with cool sunglasses, we cut back as you guys are approaching the warehouse district. This is all stuff we're hoping to help in the war, right? Or that's that's what this was looking into? Yeah, it's just looking into some old laws that have to do about what what are the extents of the powers of the houses and, and the powers of the unaligned. But, okay. Uh, Oh, and it's uh, it's something that uh, hasn't been found in, I I don't know, since ancient times. Okay. Um, Speaking of the war, (laughs) fours, while we were at Vancing Investments, uh, we ran into Matilda's assistant. (laughs) Yeah. And and found out two of the other three companies that were challenged, Vancing Investments and and, um, Crossman Constructions. Well, you know... Uh, Matilda's involvement with Vancing Investments, but uh, Xavier owns Crossman Construction. Oh, okay. So they're all Estebold companies? Or Three of them are. Estebold involved. Yeah. Okay. Daybreak, we don't know anything about them, and I don't think they've gotten back to us yet. Mm-hmm. Is that also when we found out that Vancing Investments is basically just a, a shell company that's just moving things around? Yeah. So Fours, you don't know that yet, right? <laughs> I thought maybe I did. I don't think it came out to the extent that we found out what. Okay. We what we found out, but. Oh yeah. So Crossman, yeah, Crossman was ended up going to Xavier as a result of the Sangari Evori house war. Yeah. Yeah. Xavier cleaned up during that one. Uh, let's see. Do you think those do know anything about Lucius's situation? Xavier and Matilda, or Sangari and Evori? Xavier and Matilda. They are his older siblings, right? Yeah. I don't know. Lucius keeps saying he trusts them, but I don't. I don't know if they would know where Lucius is. Well, not specifically where he is, but the, the whole being tied to Magnus thing. Oh. Well, there's also the fact that Matilda has father, the Alfier. What? You didn't know this. Does it sound like I know that? No, it, it doesn't, but... Uh, then, then it, please enlighten us, Chetero. Uh, that that weapon, um, she's walking around with it. The scarf that she's always wearing, you know, the the blue scarf with the yellow accents. Yeah, you remember her at the spaghetti dinner having that. 
turns out that that Sulanai bladed scarf that she always wears is an alfier. I put it together after Weez and I had a chance to speak on our trip back to the library because I bumped into her in passing and uh, I thought I sensed that presence being that I am a magical creature of sorts. I can do these sorts of things, you know, just on a whim. From my notes, Weez sold father to Matilda? Yes. In order to gain access to the square market in the first place? Yes, but we didn't know that she sold it to Matilda. Right, Right. at the time we just knew it was a human lady who was a liaison from Fancy Investments. Yes. Well, turns out, (laughs) it's Matilda. Yeah, which makes sense, because now we know there's only like two employees for Fancy Investments, and Matilda's one of them. Perhaps that's the weapon that Lucius is talking about. Father? Do you think that's the weapon? Maybe? I I don't know about father, personally, but... Is that the Sulanai uh, house uh, weapon? Is that a bladed scarf? It's a ribbon dagger, the Sulanai house weapon, but there is a Sulanai bladed scarf that is also an Alfie. Uh, look, I see here. I don't think Lauren told us where she was going. Uh, I, I think Lauren said that Matilda hadn't told her. We could just go directly ask her. Right, oh, okay. we'll, we'll do that. Or, or see if there's more information from her. We're still yes. on road trip discussing things, so if we can remember what she said. I remember she she mentioned that she was with a friend looking for a shrine, and that was it. Yeah, north of Sword Eye. There we go. North of Sword Eye. Okay. Was it after that that we heard about the shrine? Isn't I feel like that's that's something else we've heard about, the shrine north of Sword Eye. I know that's something I, as a player, know about. I'm not sure if that's something that Oswald has heard about. Oswald has heard about that on his episode. Yeah. Because that tied in with the item that eSparks had to get. Right, yeah, so it's it's the shrine to uh, Rashi. Which father followed. Oh, okay. So, all right. So Matilda's assistant told us, me and Keegan, that Matilda was going up north of Sword Eye to look for a shrine, but not really any more details beyond that. And going with a friend, but the friend could have been father, who knows. The shrine was probably the shrine of Arashi, which is like a, an old Kushani god of storms and vengeance. And Ophelia had me, like, yesterday, <laughs> go and recover a piece of the blade of Arashi from an airship. So it could be that Matilda was going for that, that maybe that's why Matilda was going to the shrine, but she was also looking for this piece of the blade of Arashi. Is this the airship I heard about in the news a while back? Well, yesterday. So, did you Not hear about the... an airship having a uh, being attacked by pirates and and they got away mm-hmm. by blowing a hole out of the ship and falling to the ground? No, no. I was well, talking about the one that got stolen a few months or so ago. Nope, <laughs> this is a different airship. Okay. Oh, did anyone see the huge Leviathan on the news? Uh, no. <laughs> this is huge. Uh, I believe we did monster. see that on the news. Uh, yes. Yeah. Back. Uh, uh, a few months ago in actual player time, uh, we did see on the news rumors from north of Verdant Isles with a uh, large leviathan beast in the water that uh, dragged a Seleni freighter beneath the waves. Okay. But well, I, I, think I, I think I saw more recent recently. news. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we got footage of it. We saw something on the news in the hotel about it, too, when we were having our continental breakfast. I think that might have been when it was. That So that was uh, October 30th in, like, real time. Oh, oh, we, yes. That we saw that on the news. <laughs> you said months. I'm like, okay. But three days ago, 
Yeah, <laughs> that's why I said in player time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which is also when we heard about uh, a massive shooting incident up at the Corza Library, which is probably the the anchor's attack that Chesro is telling about talking about. Yup. Okay, so I'm not sure if there's even a thread to follow there as far as the Matilda shrine business. Like it, it maybe gives us a clue about what Matilda is after, but we don't know why Matilda is after that, or even if Matilda is on our side or if her goals are aligned with ours or even what our goals are i mean what our goals are just <laughs> help lucius in the company right i mean yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> i mean like back to basics like we're trying to help bold requisitions and lucius as a friend <laughs> I mean, we're <laughs> yeah he, he's our he's our yeah. as his employees he's our boss we're in a yeah. we're we're involved in a house war and we just got back from i mean Oswald and I, we each got dossiers to take care of something. Yep. We've been doing work. <laughs> yep. I assumed that those dossiers were uh, under the auspices of bold requisitions, but after the fact, turns out maybe they weren't. Yeah, mine I might have. I probably wasn't, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe what ended up happening was Amon hired me as a somewhat free agent or something. In any case, okay, so... Did you get paid directly? Yes. Okay. Did you? <laughs> we were just free agented. Yeah, I asked about that actually when when we gave back the blade or the shard of the blade or whatever. There was a we, by the way. They partnered me up with some weirdo. <laughs> he was really weird, but he was cool. We made friends by the time we were done. Uh, I painted his butt. Anyway, yeah, I asked about the whole payment thing, and Ophelia said, "Yeah, no, this was not for Bulldozers. This was for you." And that was the time when I found out it wasn't an actual job for BR. Okay. was when we were already done. <laughs> okay, so we're trying to help the company. We're trying to help Lucius. Lucius has gone radio silent. Probably he went radio silent, at least initially, by choice. If he didn't, like, clue us into where he was going or what he was doing. We think he's going off to raid a vault to get something to help in the house war. We think we know which vault it is. But he didn't ask us to come help him. As you take the exit off the freeway, Keegan, you'll see a couple of local moon rats throw a few beer bottles at your vehicle as you guys drive by if you hit the brakes at all though they'll scatter running yeah i will definitely hit the brakes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm in half a mood to just <laughs> <laughs> we're like we'll pick a fight <laughs> <laughs> but they'll take off sprinting into the alleyways laughing drunkenly and having a fun time okay you guys pass underneath the billboard of punch junction at the bus stop as you take the left before the new Bah Humburger, pass by Schrapp's home at the corner, and pull up in front of Bold Requisitions across from Goodberry. <sighs> Barry is standing outside with a tray. A tray of what? Six cups of tea, 12 biscuits, and three sandwiches. Aw, Barry's the best. What a guy. Barry is the best. Um, I, th I think at this point, I mean, I just pull in front of the building. I'm not even going to worry about going in the yard <laughs> or anything with this thing, with the wrecker at the moment. It's going to be really hard for us to go raid a vault if the wrecker gets stolen, Keegan. Push the button to open the gate and pull in. <laughs> <laughs> Big sigh, right? <laughs> <sighs> like, I know how you feel, but it would suck if the moon rat stole this vehicle. It'd be fun getting it back. Barry will use this opportunity to make a fourth. <laughs> I did tell him who was in the van heading back. 
<laughs> you have low carb bread, Barry. Uh, I did not tell him that part. <laughs> nope. And That's the fourth okay. sandwich is lettuce wrapped. Hey, my guy. I had one too many burger calzones. <laughs> you didn't have any. I was with you the whole time. Yeah. No, before <laughs> they, they opened up a, a burger calzone joint in Corsa. After the first one, I had one was with you, gentlemen, and, and I got addicted to them. I gained about 45 pounds. And so I had to go on a strict, low-carb diet in order to slim back down to my normal, you know, fighting weight. And he throws a couple fake punches in the air. Yeah. Once we're parked, I'll climb out and go in and greet Barry. Yeah. Once you guys park down below, lock up the gate, uh, you can hear the music, though it is lowered, for Max and Colic, as they'll wave at you guys as you guys approach. Barry will have sandwiches, teas, and everything ready. Uh, But, yeah. Uh, I'll be sure to bring in my uh, bag and the uh, the crate for bombs or bros too. Uh, I'll help you with the crate. I'll collect up all my empty cans because I don't leave garbage in the wrecker. That's just childish to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Say, what is this rocket ammo? Uh, a sub and a demolitions kit. <laughs> I'll kind of be uh, peeking, peeking under the lid a little bit. I'll show you some stuff a little bit later. And fours, I apologize. You did roll a computer use check earlier to determine where. Lucius was. Yeah. And as it sits, the last time you can track him is in the Sordai district. Okay. So yeah, that lines up pretty well with all of our theories. Mm-hmm. Well, is this a uh, go now thing or is it a go in the morning thing? Seems like it's, it's a go be... in the morning thing. <laughs> go it's what, morning. like 5am right now? Well, yeah. <laughs> you have like exhaustion, like Pathfinder exhaustion. <laughs> Barry is politely giving you tea, sandwiches, all these things, but you can see through this android's facade, all of you look awful. All of you are blood-soaked, clothes ruined, like, you can see, he's like, you should all come in and go to bed. (laughs) Definitely, definitely calling dibs on the shower. Yes, you, you smell absolutely horrid. (laughs) I I feel horrid. I'm assuming not naturally, like... You look like the kind of guy who always smells really good, but you don't right now. Thank you, Chesserow. Thank you for the tea, Barry. Yeah, thank you, Barry. I'm just gonna sit heavily on a on the I don't know the couch or the chairs or whatever in the lobby. Let the <sighs> let cobbler out and munch on a sandwich, drink my tea. Um, do we want to finish hashing everything out right now, or do we want to get cleaned up and come reconvene? I'm uh, good to go right now. Figuring it out tonight as opposed to tomorrow morning. I just meant before my or before after my shower, but yeah, let's let's head to the uh, conference room. I need to spend some time in contemplative meditation to center myself, prepare for the journey ahead. I'm gonna start un- unhooking my uh, armor as we head into the conference room. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's a spot on the roof that is pretty uh, isolated that you can meditate at. Cesaro, uh, if you need it. Great. Oh. Or, I don't know if you know, uh, Lauren, Matilda's assistant, is asleep in your room. I think I had heard that. That yeah. would have been awkward. Uh, yeah, I head to the conference room. Yep. <sighs> is it just you four, or are you bringing anybody else along with you? Let's Do get Barry bring, in here. Do we want to wake that lady up? Lauren? Uh, I wouldn't want to wake her up. No, she's, she doesn't need to be involved in this, but Barry's been uh, with the Estabolts quite a while. He might have some knowledge. Yeah, Barry should definitely be part of it. Uh, Max and the colic? It's 3 a.m. Let, let, are, are they asleep? Are they awake at this point? 
after showers and stuff, yeah, you can hear him downstairs working on stuff. Are we cleaning up first or just talking first? Uh, let's clean up first. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> okay. I, I, will, I will get cleaned up then. Fill <laughs> my blood-soaked armor off and, and hop in a shower. I will be staying in the conference room. <laughs> That's fair. I'm, I'm, I'll wait in the conference room as well until the shower is available. <laughs> is there more than one restroom in this place with a shower? More than one shower? There is not. Okay. The Estimals bought this as a business. <laughs> I used it as a home. I will hose off quickly as not to take up too much time or hot water. But after you guys shower and clean up a bit, you guys all meet up in the conference room. Barry sits down at the end of the table with the, with the four of you and will start this off. Where's Lucian? Um, last ping I could get from his HCOM was in Sword Eye, but we parted ways at the gang's moot and I haven't seen him since then. And that was two days ago or a day, day and a half ago. Okay. All right. Uh, Barry looks worried somewhere in the background. Cobbler meows as they wander around looking for more food. Why are you worried, Barry? Lucius is of a low constitution. I'm, I'm concerned that he might get hurt. Like he only has a 10 in the constitution. <laughs> I, I fear it's worse. <laughs> oh no. Are you saying that he min-maxed? No, he just rolled shitty. <laughs> <laughs> If by min-max you mean he got a 13 as his max, then yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Barry Chesro here has some interesting information about Lucius and Magnus. Yeah, so Chesro will relay what he knows about the Estable family history to Barry. Okay, uh, you can all give me sense motives. Ooh, Barry, you lying-ass robot. <laughs> he hasn't said anything. It's preemptive. <laughs> Oswald needs sleep. <laughs> I got it. I rolled for a 10. Oh. Let's roll, got a 25. I got, I got a 3 and did not roll a 1. <laughs> I could do worse. Oswald, not good at understanding concern on android parents' faces, clearly. <laughs> is left with Fours and Jessero, both seeing through what is a pretty decent lie from Barry of, I, I don't know what you mean. As you can both tell, Barry knows about this. Or at least understands what you're talking about. Chesero will say, Barry, I know that we don't know each other well, but Lucius's life is at risk here. I feel as though you're hiding something or, or keeping back parts of the truth. And now, my friend, now it is more dire than ever before for you to to come forth with the knowledge you have. Your friend, your boss, our friend, he's in trouble. I'm part of the wolf pack now, so he's definitely our friend. <laughs> I Except try really hard me. not to give Cheshiro side eye when he says he's part of the wolf pack. <laughs> I will look at Cheshiro when he says that. <laughs> Is that the name but, of the mobile app? But Fours gets me. <laughs> the Amber Wolf Pack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, humble listener, our GM typed that into chat. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to use diplomacy on, on good buddy Barry here to cop up some info. All right, Chesro, go and give me a proper diplomacy. 
Ooh, it's a. Uh, I got a. I Keegan. A three on the die for a for a nineteen total. <laughs> It'd be worse. <laughs> With a nineteen, Barry will. I I don't know the complexities of it. Those are things you'd have to ask Xavier and Matilda. But I do know there was a moment that Magnus made a decision that he was okay or had accepted the loss of his grandchild and hoped to use that to prevent his own death. That's dark. <laughs> That's pretty fucked up, Barry. <laughs> like, was that how Magnus was just generally? Barry would look at you, Oswald. Magnus was a hero, uh, for better or worse. That's true. Believed absolutely in his cause and actions to create a better world for his children and himself. And his pragmatism could be rather dire if he determined it was better that way. You didn't say he was going to sacrifice Lucius. It was more like he was accepting Lucius's death. Yes. Was Lucius like, I don't know, ill as an infant or something? He did suffer from some frailties. I would explain his stats. <laughs> but Matilda, as an acolyte of the clerics of Asdan, was able to keep him from passing for some time. Ah, so Magnus made a plan to lengthen his own life based on the death of Lucius, and then Matilda, uh, I guess, interrupted that plan. Aw, she loves her little bro after all. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Love is a possible motive. I'm having all the feels. Well, Barry, why do you think Matilda did that? Matilda... And Xavier cared about their brother. They they gave up a lot in order to make sure he didn't pass. That's why neither of them can use magic. They didn't just give up their magic. They they gave up their connection to magic. They're immune to magic. <laughs> <laughs> and very well look at you and yes. It has well, no Oh shit, I'm out, guys. <laughs> 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 I mean, we haven't definitively figured out whether or not Matilda and Xavier are people we need to treat as antagonists. <laughs> right. I don't think we need to treat them as antagonists. I don't think we can treat them as allies either. I, I think their involvement is complicated. Uh, as Barry will say, I know Matilda lost her position as an acolyte of Aztec, and she's no longer allowed to pursue that path for what she did for her brother. I know Xavier lost his scholarships to the Bashan Colleges of Magic. But in the end, Lucius was okay. Sadly, their parents disappeared a few years later, as well as Magnus. All at the same time? Uh, different locations, from what I understand. But, yes, around the same time. <laughs> and Barry would say that he is the only Estable that I have a good communication with left, so I would appreciate if you can get him back. That is the plan. We have a good idea where he's at or where he's going. And you particularly do not want to go back there, correct? I mean, it's not my favorite place in the world, but if that's where we're going, that's where we're going. <clears throat> and it seems like it ought to be, right? Like, if he's going there to crack open that vault, for all we know, he's already got the Hand of Golsherm, but if he doesn't, maybe he doesn't know he needs it. Yeah. Either way, the anchors are on his trail, and he probably doesn't know about that. So... Yeah, I think this falls under, like, go keep the boss alive <laughs> against his own instincts. 
Now, I, I, I think we've hit a point of this is more than a paycheck. It's the right thing to do. Exactly. I mean, regardless, he, he he's our friend. So. Uh-huh. so who's going to the vault? All of us. Okay, so we're we're not following up on the the hand. Well, I mean, we we think the hand is necessary to get in the vault, but we also think Lucius's life is in imminent danger. Mm. So I I think the the right order to do things in is go collect up Lucius, and then go get the hand. All right, that sounds good to me. I mean, the the hand was looted from the estate. The yeah, estate. The Del Rose estate. <clears throat> Del Rose estate. So. We don't even know where that is at the moment. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, yeah. First step, I think, is Lucius. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what we do if we go to the vault and Lucius isn't there. <laughs> but I guess we can deal with that when we get there. That's that's his most likely location, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. If, if I'll tag along or get left here. One, one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> It's probably better if you do come along. You you know the most about these anchors that that are tracking him down. Yes, yeah. and I I may be able to offer you some assistance if fisticuffs occur. Right. Well, we're going in the morning, right? Yeah, I don't I don't want to go now. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get a little sleep. Uh, I already reset all my spells and and my daily abilities, so we have to sleep by law. <laughs> we're tired. Uh, I'm going to see if Max and Akalik can just clean up the wrecker for us. Max will absolutely say yes. Akalik will for a moment be like, what are we here for? And they kind of realize, oh yeah, I guess we work here. <laughs> yep. I appreciate it, guys. So that will end the session as all of you finally get some actual rest. Nope. No rest for Oswald. <laughs> as Oswald stays awake, <laughs> sipping hot energy drinks. Yep. As his cat looks at him worriedly. He'll never sleep again. Uh, as Forrest crashes out, I guess, in the meeting room. Yeah, probably uh, play lounge area. Yep. Over there's a couch. I'll start cleaning up my armor just a little bit before lying down myself. Yeah, you do have occasional problems as you clean your armor. Uh, memories flash in and out. Some good, some bad. But you do recall maybe a little bit of what happened there on floor three. Or maybe floor two. But... You keep washing away and ignoring the text from your father asking for more money. Yeah, he just gave it back to me finally. And we're done. Why did you guys pick up so much trauma on your buddy cop episodes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Like, rate, review, subscribe, you know, all that fun jazz. Our music this session, like most, is from Nihilor. The intro and outro is The Dweller on the Threshold. When Oswald was introduced, you heard Disconnected. When Keegan was introduced, you heard Control. And the music playing in the background during the session is The Woods Shall Wave on the Mountains. Sound effects by Pixabay. Thanks again for listening. Okay. Bye. Bye.